0: They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White.
1: Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining me on Power Your Life and. Wherever you are in the world, I know that for the United States, we've had some new voting and new people stepping up to the plate, and we just want to, at least from my perspective, heal and move forward in a united front. That's that's my aim and my goal. So think about what you need to do to be able to move forward in your life and oftentimes we do so blindly, we do so with unconsciously, and things just happen to us. What if, what if you could move ahead, you could have what you desire, you could actually get what you've been seeking for, what you have been guided to do with something called Conscious Awareness. Now, many of you have heard that, but today I have an incredible guest, a friend, and a wonderful human being who is going to share with us how, just how, you can create what you choose. He believes, and I'm talking about Alberto Raggio. He believes that we, that you, can change anything in your life, and let's find out how. Alberto Raggio, Alberto, excuse me, Raggio is a serial entrepreneur, an inventor, a writer, a motivational speaker, and an author who began his entrepreneurial career 30 plus years ago in technology development business strategy, operations, and new venture startups. From the very young age of 11, Alberto learned to see the world from a diverse lens with a longing to help others, and this still drives Alberto today. This inspiration led him to his first incredible book, which I'm holding in my hands right now, Draw Your Circle, which shares wisdom with those people many of us who are searching for answers in our everyday lives. Alberto believes that this guide will make your dreams come true. His premise is that we get what we project in our minds. Alberto's book is born from his great success, many pitfalls, and reinventions of himself through continued persistence, perseverance, and passion. Welcome, Alberto. How are you?
2: Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much, Dr. White. Uh, I know there's some listeners plugging in from different parts of the world, so I've learned to say good morning, good evening, you know, good night, <laughs> <laughs> So maybe, time zones that we'll work on. Thank you so very much. Uh, it's an honor to be on your show. Uh, I'm a big fan. I really am. I've been following you for a while. Your beautiful book, More Heaven, every individual should have a copy of this book. This is a very powerful book that you've written, and it touches at a very soft spot with me. Um, what you've done to help children with autism and special needs, um, it, 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 it's, it's its just mind-blowing. And from someone that takes it very personal, I want to thank you for this beautiful book and all the work that you've done to help children around the world with autism and special needs. Um, even from your book, understanding that at one time, kids with special needs – um did not get the privilege to go to school they were actually different and they should stay at home and not be involved with the other kids in injustice and thanks to you and your efforts that change so i just want to put that out there and say thank you so very much from the bottom of my heart for that amazing thing that you've done that changed so many lives and well,
1: thank you. I really appreciate that that's beautiful and speaking of autism, you also have something a film that you can tell us about that's that's up and coming that's very exciting, and that's also about autism. So share that with our audience and then I want to talk more about draw your circle.
2: It's funny Everything in my life uh, Ties in Into an early beginning Of uh, Little die Um, And The reason I say Little die Is uh, In order to understand How I got to this point In my life You know I'd like to share Just a little brief Of of, of what happened Uh, Because sometimes Changes And awareness Comes into our lives When you less expect it, When the pressure's on When you feel cornered When everything Just seems to be Doomed And um, I'll start with, you know, coming from Costa Rica uh, into the United States was that life dream of coming to America to, you know, live a life, uh, to have all these beautiful things. But, uh, you know, me coming to the United States early on kind of turned a little sour on me. I happened to move into a state where they have some very strange laws that um, allow children as young as seven years old to be incarcerated, Uh, For whatever reasons, it could be a shooting bird. I remember there was uh, this little kid that I met that he was actually locked up in this institution that I would tend to at 11 years old. Uh, I don't know. A lot of listeners may have kids. And if they have little kids, imagine your 11-year-old kid locked up in a prison with kids that all they know what to do is to mimic what they see in prisons on TV and there's rapes. And there's murders, and there's all kind of crazy things that a kid should not see, much less be involved or be trapped in an institution of such nature. But, I mean, I remember there was a little kid named Joe, and Joe was there because uh, he was shooting a bird off a telephone line, and he was seven years old. And for some weird reason, uh, he ended up getting like three years in this juvenile prison. So uh, the system is broken, and and that's why – I. I connect with you for the things that you do with children. And I made a decision when I went into this place that um, one day I had to do something to help kids early on. And the reason I say kids is because kids are the future. And when you're able to help little kids see things differently become aware where things come from and how things function, there's a possibility that maybe some will grow up to be better parents to take care of their kids because sometimes, most of the times, it really gets down to parenting. And unfortunately, we live in such a busy world that sometimes parents don't have the time to spend with their kids, much less hug them and tell them you love them. So if you have kids, don't forget. That really makes a difference when someone that's in your family hugs you and tells you that they love you. We all need that. Um, I was sent to yes, institution we do. I, wanna,
1: I just want to add something because I also think it's important that – the people that are working with children, educators, counselors, people that work with them in, in recreational activities, they also need support from from people that they're, they look to. Absolutely. And sometimes they're not looking towards their parents, but they're looking for role models elsewhere. And it's so important that we show up for them as well.
2: Absolutely. That support network has to be there. And it's, it's uh, you know, I get emails and requests from educators for special needs kids from all over the world, you know, just uh, uh, what can I help with. And sometimes it becomes, over, it becomes overwhelming that it, when you understand that these people, these educators, these, these volunteers are not getting the support that they need to help uh, these kids. So it's very important, you know. I, I believe in donating time and effort into any organization that's helping kids, you know. There's a billion different organizations. I realize I can't save the world. All I can do is what I can, you know. Um, so uh, back to to what happened. so I got sent to this institution at the age of 11 years old, and I was there until I was 14 and got to see some real crazy things. And um being in this place, you know, they have this room, and the room is called the hole, and it's a room that is uh, six by six, and it has no windows. It just has mm-hmm. a door, and it's isolation tank-like. And uh, kids are put in this, and even adults are put in these kind of rooms when, A, they're this misbehaved, the guards didn't agree with you, or someone is trying to kill you or hurt you, and you purposely get yourself sent to this room so you can feel protected so you can actually sleep, because in some of these places when you're sleeping, people sneak up on you in your sleep, and you do get stabbed, and you do get beat up, and that's the ugliest feeling in the world. So that's what I had to grow up with, and I was released at, uh, at, at a different age, uh, 14, and then I got sent back again, and I was released one day before my 18th birthday. Um, for the reasons of what happened, I had to forgive and move forward. But I always knew when I was in that room, I said, one day, I believe, I know I was was born to do something, something greater than myself. And I know a lot of the listeners and people out there that understand that feeling. When you wake up and you go, I I know I'm meant for something. I'm just not here to consume air. And I became aware of this change and decided I'm going to move forward and figure out how I'm going to do something to help little kids whatever way possible. Um, I came to Dallas um, in 86, and I was very confused of who I was. You cannot be in an institution like this for that amount of time and, you know, come out thinking straight. So I had to really dig deep to find myself. And in the process, you know, um, I realized that I had all these ideas. I wanted to find an answer to create a sustainable system that could make me money that I could help – create this idea of helping kids. I still didn't know what it was. And I had concepts and and, and ideas in my mind, but I didn't know how to do business plans and much less raise money. And uh, those things that require you to launch a business, I lack those things. And something that changed my life, it was this awareness lesson. I met a gentleman that came to me and he said, Alberto, listen, you're brilliant. You have all these ideas. And we all do, but unfortunately, the mind plays tricks on us. The mind has a tendency to protect us from doing things that we want to do. Out of fear, we don't do it. Um, don't ask the girl out. Don't ask for a race. Um, don't go in that cave because something may eat you. So we have these fears that are embedded into our DNA, and for some, they really handicap us. So he said what happens is that the mind plays these tricks on you, seems like when you lose your keys, and you can't find the keys, and they're actually in your hand. And it's because the answer is so simple to getting things done and having things that you want in life that we complicate it. That's what we do. We complicate things. And I'm thinking, I really okay, I, I get the thing about the keys. He said, but I'm about to say something to you that's going to change your life because the moment you figure this out, your life will never be the same. And he said to me, he asked me a question. He said, How do you sell something to a Russian if you don't speak Russian? I'm like, What? And ask yourself that question and think about for a second what your answer is. Most people will say, Do sign language, draw things. And very seldom, you know, do we get the right answer. And he said, The answer is so simple that the mind boggles. And I think I said something like, Well, draw some pictures. And he says, No, you find someone that can. And I said, "What? Well, yeah, it's that simple. You find someone that can. So about two weeks later, I was driving, and all of a sudden, I became so aware of what he said to me that I had to pull over, and I think I cried for like a half an hour hysterically, you know, because I, I, it made sense to be I understood what he meant. And about two and a half months later, we raised about $2.5 million and launched the first company. And the reason I was able to do that is because I no longer – Had to think about where the keys were. They were always in my hand. And in order to find someone to launch this idea, I started looking for my Russian. I started asking help. I started asking people to help me that were trained in the art of writing a business plan. I started a company um, in the entertainment industry in the world's first full interactive audition studio. And I was able to do that by asking people: Do you know any producers? Do you know anyone in this business? And Luckily, the universe, what happens is that when you have an idea in your mind, uh, uh, is triggered by a thought, a need. And that need, the more you obsess about, it, i got to get this done, i got to figure this out, that obsession creates an energy in your mind. And that mind of yours puts out this signal. And that signal attracts all the energy. So the universe brings you the people, places, and things that you need to help you achieve that thing which you seek. So... I was blessed enough that it brought me some amazing people and that company flourished and it did very well. You know, I ended up losing that company, but I ended up launching other companies companies. I was no longer handicapped knowing that I didn't have to know how to write a business plan. I just had to find someone that could. So I kept looking for my Russians and in the process of doing this, I bought a lot of motivational books and courses and some of them, you know, for my mentality, you know, Uh, there were still some that were very complicated. And when I thought about what this man taught me, I said, you know, I'm complicating things. I was going to write this real complex book on how to achieve things. And then I realized that it had to be simple. And in the process, I came up with the concept of draw your circle. And draw your circle simply is a very simple process that teaches you how to achieve those things that you want by creating a specific habit in your mind. The word faith. And I'm not speaking in the terms of religious. The word faith means to take action, to take action. So when you make up your mind that you want to do something and you obsess about it and you take action, you can materialize it because if you take a little a pen and a little piece of paper, and if you're listening, you know, follow through and just draw something, anything in this piece of paper. And after you draw it, you ask yourself, This drawing that I just made, where was it before I drew it? And the answer is in your mind. But before it was in your mind, it was here, there, everywhere, nowhere. The thought, that need, created a picture in your mind, and now it exists. It's in the material world. No one can deny you drew this, whatever it is. It's there in front of you. So the question is, what's the difference between that circle or whatever you drew versus the pen that you have in your hand? The the answer is absolutely nothing you know it's it was that pen someone had a need the need was that they were tired of getting ink in their hands and so they developed this need to create something better and that better turned out to be a pen they saw a picture in their head they took action by faith and it materialized now the pen's in your hand and if you look around everything that's not god made came from the same place a thought that someone took action drew it and it materialized so That is the power of my little book. It's so simple to follow this technique that if you take this little tiny book and just don't let life complicate you and just follow the procedure that's in the book for 30 days, your life will never be the same. Because now you become aware of where things come from, how things materialize, and all you need is that desire to say, you know what, I want a new company, I want a new business, I want a new job, I want a new girlfriend, a new mate, whatever, because it all works. When you become aware, your mind opens. And when the mind opens, now this information starts coming in. And all of a sudden, you start getting pretty creative. Walk around and say, where did that come from? Where
1: So let's talk about conscious awareness for a minute because you keep talking about being aware and being awake, which I think is very, very important. But most of us lead very busy lives, and sometimes we're on automatic. We we go to we take the same route to work. We, we, we just do some of the same things in terms of our, our schedules, whatever. What do you mean, Alberto, by conscious awareness that can really shift somebody into what you're talking about so that they can really access and utilize their mind and their faith to, to get what it is that they desire?
2: Well, it all starts, again, we're creatures we're creatures of habit. And like you said, you know, we get up and we have these procedures that we do every day. And when you are in a position in your life, maybe right now, when you say, you know what, I don't like where I'm at. I'm not making the money. I'm not in the relationship. Things are not where I believe they should be. So now you've made a conscious decision that you won't change. Now you need a system to teach you how to change these things. And it starts very simple. A simple exercise that you practice very little steps, small little steps that you practice every day, creates the awareness that you need. And you start seeing results. You start seeing results pretty quickly. And that awareness is what changes your life because an alcoholic does not know he's an alcoholic until one day he goes, "Uh uh-oh, I'm a drunk. I need help. We get and disrupt this everyday thing that we do every day. So you can't force anybody to change their lives. They've got to want to change their life. But, like, my book is so simple to follow that if you just follow the simple exercises in the book, again, your life will never be the same. What happens after the last day you do this exercise, you'll realize that you're not the same person, that you've made a profound effect in your life. And now you can start obtaining the things that you always wanted, whatever it is. It's as simple as you have in faith and following a little action plan that it becomes a habit. The same habit that you – the same mentality that you use every day to create the zero result that you're getting is the same thing that you need to achieve amazing results in your life. And I've proven it time so what, and So when again. you talk
1: about faith because you're not necessarily talking about
2: religion,
1: what, what is faith to you that, that really helps to shift things?
2: Well, the thing is that faith in a sense it means to take action. You know, uh, don't confuse motion, you know, for progress. You can stand right there and move your feet all day long, but you're not going anywhere (laughs) until you move forward. And that's the easiest way to explain it. You can talk about these things that you want to do, but if you don't have something to move forward with and take action on it, you're just talking. Everybody wants everything, but sometimes it's like, how do I go about doing this? You know, I mean, I broke my back, and I had to figure out, you know, uh, how to walk again. And much less when my doctor told me to find a comfortable chair, I drew a circle, and I said, why? You know, how can I figure this out? You know, okay, I have to develop a habit, and the habit is first what? What's going to help me? I started taking yoga, and then yoga led one thing, and then I became a – I I thought I looked pretty good, you know. Um, And (laughs) at the end of the day, you know, you go from being a guy with a broken back, you know, to lifting, you know, 1,800 pounds with your legs and, you know, looking pretty good and feeling amazing. And that becomes the essence of what this book is, is that faith means to take action. You have to believe. And there's a story in the Bible. I don't really listen, I mean, watch the Bible too much, but I have read it in English and Spanish. And there's a story about this guy named Peter. And apparently Jesus tells this guy to, hey, come, walk across the water. And Peter all of a sudden gets out of his boat and starts walking, and he's going, oh, my God, I'm walking on water. But you know what? <laughs> He he started sinking. You know why he started sinking? Because he lost his faith. And the reason he lost his faith because he had a bunch of idiots behind him going, what are you doing? You can't walk on water. <laughs> you can't do that, man. You're going to drown. The sharks are going to eat you. And just like that, Peter started to sink. That's what happens in our lives. Faith means that – You know, I it's interesting. you say – be-
1: I said it's interesting because I I have a similar story not in terms of walking across the water but you were talking about breaking your back and I had an injury that that whereby I was in so much pain and I couldn't walk and I couldn't sit and traditional medicine wasn't helping me and I had to figure out just like you. What do I do to be able to live and to walk and to smile and to dance and whatever? And that's what we do. We think about it, like you said. We we decide we have faith to figure it out and to move forward, and, and here we both are today. So, so I totally believe in everything that you're saying and live it, which is so exciting because that's what you're asking people to do, not just to draw the circle, but to be able to move forward in action exactly. and determination
2: and make it happen. Exactly, and all you need is baby steps. That's what the book does. This book tells you to do one little simple exercise. Read this and become aware of this. Write it down on a little piece of paper. You have to write it down. Don't take a picture on your phone. You have to physically write it. And then go out and be aware of this thing, this lesson. And when you come home, write down what you learned, what you experienced. It could be something stupid as, I'm going to go and see if I can see any birds. When was the last time you went out looking for birds? You know, It could be something simple as that. But little by little, it creates this habit of becoming aware of things. And when you become aware, all of a sudden you start going, you know what? This job sucks. I'm not living in the <laughs> house I want to live. I'm not making the money I want to make. I'm not in the relationship that I should be in. I deserve more. And that faith, when you take those little baby steps, they start happening. It will start materializing, I promise you. That when you make up your mind that you want something and you go forth and that obsession to achieve this gets bigger in your mind, the mind is this chemical, the mind is a bunch of neurons, it's electricity. And that obsession makes that electricity get bigger and bigger and it starts attracting people, places, and things into your life to help you achieve that goal that you set forth. I have proven it time again and people that follow my book, I have emails that I get daily from people saying, oh, my God, I practiced a little silly thing you said, but you know what? It works, and I'm having these profound effects in my life. I have a guy that uh, bought my book in France, and he said that um, he read it, and, and he was on his way home, and the car flipped. He said, my car Ooh. flipped, and I was, it was on fire, and I'm underneath there. The thing is going to explode, and all I could think about was draw your circle. And I said, no, man, I got to make it. I got to <laughs> get out of here. And, and he said he got out. And um, now he owns this beautiful clothing line and a tea that he made that fell on a hot um, His life wasn't that well before he read the book, and he just became aware, and he just decided to take action, and follow the simple steps, and now the rest is history. You need something that's very simple. Don't get me wrong. I've spent thousands of dollars on motivational books and programs, and I needed something that was so simple that anybody could use it and have those changes, you know. The idea of that concept of the first company to launch, it was a full interactive audition studio, and this comes to why the movie is important to me. Um, When we first launched that studio, we invited special need autism kids to come in this auditioning studio and create a demo to give to the parents of them singing carols. And it was beautiful to see these kids. And at the end, this little girl came to me, and she said, Mr. Raggio. I said, yes, sweetheart, what is it? He said, Can I say something to you? And I said, yeah, darling, what what is it? She said, this is the nicest thing anyone's ever done for us. And Mm -hmm. yes, the tears poured out. I'm like, oh, my God, I gave her a big hug. And I said, sweetheart, I promise you one day I'm going to do something to help this autism in a great scale. So uh, a few months back, I was contacted by a very good friend of mine, uh, Linda John, which is a producer here in Dallas that he has this amazing movie um, that he's putting together. And he said, it's, it's a movie like this has never been made. And I go, why? He said, because it's about a kid with autism. I go, what? He says, yes, a movie like this has never been made. The movie's called Flip Turn. And it's about this young boy that uh, learns that his grandfather was a, medal, a gold medal uh, winner in the Olympics. And he was a swimmer. And he said, I I, I want to do that. And he decides that he's going to compete and become a champion himself. The movie creates awareness, again, keyword awareness, as to how special and important these kids are, that they have dreams, that they have ideas. And sometimes what happens with the parents, they're so protective of these kids, and you can relate to that, is that they don't allow these kids to flourish and show they can do these things because they're being bullied Uh, They're being made fun of. They got it rough. Uh, You know, they have it rough. And you have to let these kids be themselves.
1: You know, and and actually families have evolved a great deal because not only will – and I have to also say that, that even though things have moved forward, that there's still a lot more room for change and for acceptance and and for really seeing people for, for who they are. And just really quickly, when I first wrote the first draft of More Heaven Because Every Child is Special – uh, and sent it to publishers, the response I got was, we can't publish a book whose main characters are children with special needs. So you're yeah. right about about the whole sentiment and whatever. But parents were cautious many years ago for a reason, because not only were were was the culture against them, physicians and people believed, hey, these kids, they, they belong in institutions, they can't do anything, da-da-da-da-da. And it... It, yeah, it was a protective mechanism, and now there's there are more supports. Are there enough? No, but there are more supports. And a film like yours and, and what you're doing – actually helps to create that conscious awareness and that acceptance and that love and to see wow see this incredible kid who had that determination yeah he had autism but he had so much more and he had that faith and he was able to move mountains and and you're showcasing that beautiful story so so bless you for that because that that's incredible
2: you I mean, in your every book, every, every... <laughs> Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, that's okay. In your book, you talk up about not holding on to the past. I mentioned a little bit about the past or whatever, and and again, you have people draw their circles about that. What? How do people let go? Because I know some people, they want to hold on to their past gripes, their past whatever. I was working with someone the other day who's who said my daughter blames me for everything. Her daughter's like in her 30s. You know, isn't it time to let go of the past and to be able to move forward and, and, and forgive and whatever? So how, do, how can people, Alberto, release that past so that they can be free to, to take those steps that you're talking about?
2: Well, absolutely. You know, the, the best example I can use is that, um, and I'm going to give a scenario. You know, we have these filters. So um, actually, I'm going to create a graphic for this. But uh, imagine that you have these glass boxes on top of your head, and it's black. It's all the way around. It's black. And those are your thoughts, and that got black. All that glass inside got black due to all the negativity that you've experienced in your life from childhood to this point, allowing people to kind of darken it for you. So in this exercise, what it talks about is that you're in your car, and the perception of how you perceive things, how you allow what happens in the exterior impact the interior of your own thoughts so the scenario is that uh you're in your car and you're driving down the street and all of a sudden this truck comes by at 100 miles an hour almost runs you off the road and the first thing that comes to your mind is like to cuss to pull this person's nose you know you you idiot you know (laughs) maniac you're calling every person every name you can think of um because of this idiot the way he drives you know and What happens is when you turn the camera and go on the other side of that truck, you don't see this, but there's a little girl in the back seat, and she's choking. She's dying, and her father's freaking out, trying to get her to the hospital before she dies. You see, now you just become aware of the side of the coin, and now it changes how you feel because now he's not an asshole. He's not a jerk. He's simply a man, a father trying to save his kid and we would all drive that way if that's what it took to save our kids life you know and so again it's about
1: opening sense. our minds and looking and being aware and really not just and also not having such quick judgment be, based on on one aspect which is about totally about ourselves but to really look at the at the larger picture and and conscious awareness like you say comes into play all the time with that
2: absolutely you know so in that scenario right there, you learn that um, when people say things to you, then you have this filter. It's a negative filter that you've been sucking up all your life and is dirty. And so in this glass head that I see, you know, you take a little towel and you start actually cleaning, cleaning the glass that when something happens, you need to realize that it's not happening directly to you. This is a byproduct of something that's happening to somebody else. That woman that you're talking about, her daughter you know, she has her own issues, and she's just vomiting on her mom, you know, for all this time that's made her feel guilty. But it's up to this woman to realize that, you know, how she interprets what her daughter, all these guilt that she's doing. You know, she's not responsible for her daughter's words and actions at this point, you know. She has to understand that she can choose how to feel when this information comes to her, whether it be from her daughter, her boss, Say, right, to and you me, know that's you know.
1: exact. That's exactly what I told her too. And I think also in terms of the of, of the daughter. I mean, not everything in one's life is about. It sometimes it's easy to put the blame elsewhere for for oh, our actions. Yes. Ap- and for for making wrong choices or whatever, and not everything is about okay. He made me do it. That's your fault. Da, da 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 da. Because that gets old, and, and that really doesn't help to shift anything. And you're talking about shifting awareness and shifting our consciousness. Well, if you're stuck on that old stuff of, and blaming and and being short-sighted, then you're not really embracing what you're talking about, Alberto, the whole picture and that level of awareness so you can see and you can move and you can shift
2: and you can change. Absolutely. Once you become aware, change can come in. And when you decide that you're ready for this change, whatever it is, there's a little baby step that you can take, like with my book, that helps you develop this technique that is so simple to follow, it will literally change your life because it's so simple, and you can follow it. I needed to create something that was so simple to follow, not all these big volumes of how-tos and stuff. Follow these simple steps. This is just an entry that would open up your life and your mind, because after you follow my book, you will seek the right information that you need to help you achieve those goals and things that you need change with. Would it be to lose weight? Like uh, I'm about to show I, I went up to 250 pounds. I'm about to drop my weight to 190 following my book. It works. It <laughs> I works. love it. <laughs> so anything. You know, it does. You know, if I can go from being freaking paralyzed to walking and lifting weights, you know, this, you, 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 you have to be a student of your own trade to become a master of a profession. So I'm be, I've been the guinea pig of my own book. I follow my book. I read my book. I practice my book. Why? Because it's important. It's important. It helps me continue to develop, you know, situations where I can listen to someone say, well, you know, I'm having a problem with this or misunderstanding with that. And I don't have the answers to everything, but I have enough people reading the book, and they're, they're starting to give me feedback of how they handle like I'm pretty sure someone's going to reach out to me and give me the scenario about how they dealt with a woman that had a daughter that kept blaming her for everything that's wrong in her life.
1: You know, it's it's so changed. important for people who are working with others that they that they try out whatever the exercise or the experience that they're asking other people to do on themselves. So you you're exactly. a guinea pig. I've been a too it's, I, because how do you know it works? And if it works for you, then maybe it'll work for someone else. But if you're just putting something out and you have no clue because you haven't even tried it, shame on you. I mean, how do you know? You don't know unless you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? no, it works. Go to the restaurant and, and ask. Uh, and and uh, how is the how is the fish today? And the waiter says, Oh, the fish is amazing! It's amazing. Uh, and then, did you try it? No, no, I, I'm allergic to seafood. You're like, uh, okay. But th- that is the truth. You know, you have to be your own guinea pig uh, before you go out there and ask people to follow your techniques and, you know, and things of that nature. Um, it, it, you must follow. And to be a good leader, you have to be a follower. And I'm a follower of my book. And I practice and I try to help as many people as possible. I've been fortunate enough that I learned this through – You know, uh, sometimes uh, I used to think I I wish I can go back and change what happened to me in my childhood and all the crazy things that I went through, but at the end of the day, it would make me the person that I am today. And I'm working on some real cool things that, um, you know, an educational system that I'm, of my opinion, and that of other professionals in the industry will have a disruptive effect on education. Teachers are extremely important to my life. Kids are at the core of my life. And that's why I love what you've done. I love what you do. You have a special place in my heart uh, for what you've done. And so how do I impact kids on a greater scale? It's an educational system. So I'm developing an educational system that will be deployed within the next 19 months that I believe in my heart that when I drew my circle and decided to put this together, it was going to change and impact the lives of many, many, Be from students to educators and I'm very fortunate that I have an amazing crew, an amazing team, amazing supporters all over the world, that as my obsession to create a solution to help kids and educators, that same energy has brought me people, places, and things that are helping me get it done. And that is the power. Well, thank goodness for your obsession. <laughs> you got to be thank crazy goodness about something, for- right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, because
1: it's. It's changing lives, not only yours and mine, but it's changing so many people's lives, and and it is amazing. We are running out of time, and you and I could talk forever because I love what you're doing, and and I feel very connected to
2: your work
1: and to you. You know that. So tell people how they can get a hold of this incredible book. But before you do that, can you share what the symbolism is of that circle that's in the book?
2: That's a very, very, very good thing for you to bring up. Um, my book can be bought on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, uh, online. Um, the book is actually being translated to 725 languages. Right now, it's in 20, and keep adding more and more languages. You know, and again, trust me, I can't translate this books because I barely know how to write. I had to help. <laughs> I had to find my Russians to help me put this together. But uh, very fortunate to me that. Uh, I'm connected through a network of people that came into my circle from around the world. They're working on me, uh, helping me translate this book to that many languages. Um, our goal is to break a world record for the second most translated book in history, and also for the second most collaborative book. And this is just to create awareness and awareness that people need, in my opinion, to create a change in their lives for the better. The symbol that you see there is those those characters. Uh, It's the first known written language that describes the word freedom, Mm. and that is very important. Freedom, just like we're talking about those filters, this glass box around your head, that if you take your time and become aware that a lot of the things that are happening on the exterior have nothing to do with you. That's their problems, and you just have to clear your filter and realize what they're saying to me, how they're acting towards me, it's got nothing to do with me. That's their problem. And I'm not going to put the filter that makes me feel sick and bad about myself every time somebody comes and tries to vomit all their negativity in my life. So the symbol of freedom, and it's called Amaji, and it's actually from the Sumerians. Um, And when I read it, 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 it resonated so deep in me because the way I describe it, my interpretation of it is freedom of the mind means to go back, is called to return to the mother. And to Mm -hmm. return to the mother means that you go and you decide that you're going to go back inside of your mother's belly. And the reason you do that is because when you were born, you didn't really have choices. You didn't choose your name. You didn't choose your religion. A lot of the things in your life, I say 999 percent of the things in your life, you never chose those things. They were chosen for you, the way you think, your religion, if you said, uh, I'm not a Catholic because my parents were Christians or whatever, well, they still influence you, and the decisions that you made are based on their influences. So when you decide to make a change in your life, you have to let go of your beliefs of the past, limitations, that mother uh, that never hugged you, never said she loved you, that father that beat the crap out of you, that boss that treated you bad, the love you never got. Happen as you never found you have to let all these things go and clean yourself and realize that now from this point forward you have a choice and the choice is to make up your own mind and move forward with with this faith that you're going to draw a circle and that you're going to place everything that's important that you want inside of the circle if someone's not in the circle with you they're not pushing you up they're pulling you down people places and things and that, that includes family and friends and whoever. If someone's not supporting you for a better life, then they're not part of your circle. They're not helping you. You need to let those people go. And at the end of the day, sometimes we have this addiction to people. Um, you know, a battered woman, you know, goes through withdrawals uh, if they separated from their abusive husband because she's been conditioned to think that the beating and the verbal abuse is normal. And without it, you know... It, it, it's hard and to oftentimes she, she, she goes it.
1: back, and oftentimes exactly. she goes back right and and receives it again just because that's that's all she's known, and also fear Alberto, tell people how they could reach you and connect with you because you're such a beautiful soul. I want everybody to be able to experience Alberto Raja
2: oh, thank you so much. well, you can reach me through Georgia Circle website. Um definitely on social media. Uh, Linking is probably my home. Uh, that's where I connect with people the most. I have um, a a book presentation tour coming up uh, that I'm gonna be doing throughout Dallas and through surrounding states uh, with schools. I'm going in to talking to kids about what they're drawing the circumstances and how they can materialize anything that they paint in their minds. And my goal is just that if I can just get a couple of kids in there to say yeah, I know where that comes from, and that comes from why can I have the things that I want if I can just put it in my mind, draw it, and materialize it. So you can Google me under Alberto J. Raggio, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, among all the social media accounts. If you have any questions, reach out to me. If I can be of assistance, I'm available. I'll help you any way that I can. I will guide you as much as I can. The rest is that you have to draw your own circle and you have to have faith in yourself. And with that, I'm there for you. And guess what? I think I have faith (laughs) in you. (laughs) Always. (laughs) Thank you so very much. Thank you. So it's an
1: honor. (laughs) You are a beautiful soul, and I am honored to have you on my show. Thanks so much for all you're doing to change lives, to help people change and transform them, their lives and themselves. And have a beautiful day, Alberto. Thank you again.
2: Thank you. Lessons from Dallas, Texas. I got nothing but love for you. Take Thank care. You. Thanks. Bye
1: bye. So think about what Alberto said because it's really sounds simple and it is simple and if you can just follow what he has in this beautiful book and it's a thin book it's an easy read and basically it it asks you to draw your circle and to figure out things that you want to put into it and to use the power of awareness and the power of your mind to be able to create and what you create is up to you so think about what it is you want to create and we call this show power your life because you do have the power it's inherent within you to create a beautiful life beautiful relationships career whatever it is that you want happiness joy all of that is inside of you just for you to reach in Follow some steps, and voila, there it is. So, thank you so much for being here with us. If you missed any part of this show, you can still catch it again on the replay. And if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can go to doc, I'll give you the short version doc, D O C W H I T E dot org, find out about other upcoming shows. Um, articles and remember just as alberto said and i also say just take a few steps a few steps even little ones in the direction that you choose and after a while those few steps become more steps and more steps and you're there thanks for joining us and have a beautiful day beautiful evening beautiful life wherever you are